Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here tonight. And I'm here with my sister advocates, Lee Roberts, Donna Shear, and we've been best friends for a long time and worked together for a long time on many different projects. So this is exciting. We're glad to be here. This is basically our first show for Advocates United for Humanity radio, AU4H radio. And um, we're just going to do a bit of introduction. We're going to just tell you a little bit about ourselves. And we're going to talk about some past events as well as some sort of new, like, like current future events that are coming up right now with Advocates United for Humanity. We just call it AU4H. So we're glad that you can be here and join us. We want you to just feel comfortable. Um, we're all best friends. So, <laughs> so we're, all, you know, we hang out like online all the time, but we're all over the, all over the North American continent. <laughs> Lee Roberts, she's in Florida. Donna Shear, she's in Pennsylvania and I'm in Canada. But we all met in person and we have met in the past and we've been best friends for a long, long time. So we want you to feel comfortable too. And, you know, just join us, grab a coffee. Lee Roberts, she's got her coffee. I've got mine. <laughs> you know, grab a cup of Yeah, Donna's got hers. Grab a cup of pull up a chair, you know, join us, join us in the chat. We'll be checking the YouTube chat there. And you know, if you have a question for us or you want the information about something we're doing or you just want to know about more about us, you can click our links below. Right now is a good time if you haven't, subscribe to our channel and click the like button. Share this all over the place. We need help. We're a new channel here on YouTube. And we need help to get this spread out to everybody. We're going to do a weekly show, and it's, it should be about this time, Wednesday Wednesday evening. You can check the, the, the event schedule coming up. We're just glad to be here, and I'm extremely happy to be back with my sister advocates, Lee and, and Donna. And um, what I'm going to do is just uh, take a moment. We'll just introduce ourselves, and just give me one sec here. I'm going to let Lee, Lee Roberts, she's going to introduce us, uh, introduce herself to us right now. And I'll let Lee go ahead and, and uh, tell us a little bit more, uh, tell you. I, I know all about, well, not all about Lee, but I know a lot about Lee. <laughs> we all do. We're best friends. Um, Lee can tell you about herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Lee Roberts. I'm co-founder of Advocates United for Humanity and CEO. Um, this is an interesting format for me personally to work on because I'm deaf. Um, I can speak. Um, I started my journey to deafness when I was five um, with a near fatal bout with meningitis. So, but more about that in future. Um, yeah, Advocates United for Humanity is uh, co-founded with um, with a, with one of my best friends and another sister advocate, Donna Shear, who you see down <laughs> down there, <laughs> um, in June of 2015, 2015, 2016. We we came up with the idea um, in November of 2015, and. You know, we've been advocates before and worked together or volunteered side by side and uh, ended up on different journeys and we came back and advocated um, strongly again for children together as well as any 
other causes in the community is that the homelessness the um for me personally the deaf and hard of hearing community is really really important because it is it is a community that uh, there's so many of us out there that we're, the deaf and hard of hearing community doesn't get reached we get left out and yeah. but we're working with this our our amazing radio program coordinator and another dear friend and sister advocate Lori and smith um has has found this forum and is connected to YouTube. And while their captions are auto-generated, and um, it is a way for us to at least start reaching the deaf community. And we are going to work on um, refining that process so that we can reach you better out there. I would sign and talk at the same time, but my brain gets confused um, <laughs> doing two different languages. So. Um, then you may catch me throwing a few signs in, in there um, because that's habit. That's a habit for me. Um, babe, uh, let's see. I was born to two parents who were in the Air Force, and my mother was a registered nurse and a lieutenant. Uh, and I was born down at Lackland and raised back up in New England where my mama's family is. So um, born without my twin, physically by my side, but she is with me on this journey and I'm a survivor of so much um, experiences I wouldn't wish on anybody. Um, and Lori, who is very vocal about her, her past and, and her survival and what she's experienced, um, we have a lot in common um, in a good part of the journey, um, both being survivors of a lot of abuse and you know, there's be another show that I might talk a little bit more about that um, as we touch on certain topics of survivors and healing and our journeys. Um, but uh, at this point, I'm the oldest of six kids. Should have been seven, seven living kids. But like I said, my twin didn't make it. Um, the oldest of six and from a military and law enforcement family, my Mother's brother is a long retired um, officer from New England. Very proud of him. Very proud of my Uncle Joe. Um, there's just so much that I could share. Um, but I'm, I'm going to turn this over now to, to Donna. Um, down here, down, down there. So, um, Donna, off to you. Um, my name is Donna Shear. I'm a mom, a grandmom. I'm the co-founder of Advocates United for Humanity. I serve as president on the board of directors. I'm a writer, publisher, editor, photographer, but my most important role is mom and grandma. That's awesome. <laughs> They're my world. <laughs> yeah. And that's a big responsibility too. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's a full-time job on top of a full-time job. <laughs> well, they're, you know how I am and they're, they're my everything. My daughter just got married and I'm hoping that I get a few more grandbabies real quick. <laughs> Not that I'm pushing or anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exciting. All right. Well, that's excellent. Did you want Did you want me to go? Yes. Okay, so it's my turn. My name is Lauren Smith. I'm AU4H radio program coordinator. Um, I just came back and joined AU4H. 
I was with them for a long, well, actually a long time ago, back when they first started, I was with them for just a little bit, and then I left. But I have a lot of stress going on in my life, and it's this, this last, I don't know, I would say since 20, especially since 2010. <laughs> so we're going back a ways 10 years. The last 10 years have been pretty stressful, and I've kind of, you know, I, I get involved with a group and then have to leave just because too much going on in my personal life. But I always love to be a voice, you know, for children and, you know, to be a voice. And with Donna Shear, Lee Roberts, um, that's what we were able to do. Like we were volunteering with different, well, with a different group at the time. That's where we met. And um, I met these ladies, these lovely ladies, and we quickly became best friends. And it, it, it really just happened like kind of instantly. We just bonded and we were like, you know, we could trust each other and we knew we had each other's back. And, you know, we would always watch out for each other. And because it's rare to find people like that these days, you know, it really is. And um, we just get along so well. And we have a main, you know, kind of a main, um, you know, uh, thing in common is that we really, we want protection for everybody. We think all, you know, children should be protected. Adults, you know, who are vulnerable should be protected. Animals should be protected. You know, we care about people. We care about children. And we care about, you know, the world. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't, but we do. And I think that, you know, these ladies, we, our hearts were, you know, the phone. And um, that's kind of, you know, that's where we all got started years ago, advocating on behalf of children, uh, working towards child abuse prevention mainly. But I also did a lot of my own stuff because I was abused as a child. People know me, you know, out there as just the person who talks about her own personal journey. That's very true because that's what I do. But um, my husband just recently passed away. Uh, well, two and a half years ago, but to me it seems pretty recent. <laughs> it's been all that long. It's the third Christmas without him, and uh, I finally put up a Christmas tree this year. I hadn't done it for a few years, and because I was just too too down. But they, you know, I'm starting to feel uh, like I want to get back involved. And, and Donna and Lee were nice enough to let me join them again as the AU4H radio program coordinator. And so I'm extremely glad to be here tonight. Um, you know, to be able to be back with these ladies, like we said, we're back. <laughs> and, you know, we're we're glad to be back. Uh, you know, we were always wanting to be a voice out here, and Donna and we have continued to be a voice out here with advocates from United for Humanity. And so I'm glad to join you, ladies, my lovely friends, and get it busy again. That's what we're planning on doing. Lori, we're blessed to have you. We're so, we're so happy that you're back. We're blessed. Lee and I just absolutely, you know, we think the world of you. We love you. We couldn't have done this without you. Yeah. I, well, that's how I feel about you. I mean, I, I'm so thankful to be able to do this with you ladies. Um, and we just recently, you know, sort of stumbled across uh, this program that works with YouTube or, you know, wherever, live streaming. And you can live stream all over the place. We just chose our YouTube channel. Um, and, it, you know, hopefully it works out for us. And we, we, we radio is too hard because Lee is uh, part of the, the deaf community. And she can speak and talk, but she can't hear. And so we we're, this will work for us to be able to all three of us be on uh, a voice for children still out here advocating. Yes. And I think it's absolutely wonderful. It is. Well, there's there's a need. You know, I mean, we look at the head, we see what's going on, you know. I mean, that's not all we do, Advocates United for Humanity, but, but that's a part of it. 
and we see the headlines and we you know we know what's going on and uh children need a voice and they do need protection that's for sure did you want to talk about some of the highlights donna of, of au Pride and the website yeah. well Lori, as you know, United for Humanity, we focus on positive social change. Um, we cover a variety of vital resources from bullying, to animal, animal cruelty, domestic violence, um, human trafficking, cyberbullying, internet safety. Um, we provide information for the gay and lesbian community. Um, the missing, and we also do youth support. And these programs have been great. We have a lot of people that we really have helped. So it, it's nice when you see all the work that you put into it, and then you see the outcome where so many people are benefiting from it. So it's it's, it's nice, it, and it's it's a good feeling to know like you're helping people, you know. And we are a small group, but we have some of the best ambassadors on the planet. <laughs> Oh, there's my buddy Otis. <laughs> Otis. 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 Uh, yes. But we but we have some of the best there ambassadors. This is but, Otis. He says hello. <laughs> we have the best ambassadors that anyone could ask for. I mean, we like I said, we are a small group, but we're just so we're so blessed that mm -hmm. I'm thankful. I know Lee's thankful, and we're both thankful and grateful that you're back. <laughs> we missed you. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I miss you too. And, you know, I think that you guys were still going strong out there, um, you know, doing the, what you were doing. And I was just so happy to see that because I, well, you know, I just knew that you would, you know, because this is the, this is how you are. And that's how I am. I have a heart to, you know, do as much as I can to do what I can. There's, you know, I mean, right now with COVID-19, we're kind of all online. You know there are literally there's some things that we can do out in the like you know that we'll be talking about here in a few minutes but mm -hmm. uh, you know right now we can do a lot online to reach people too and um a lot of people are stuck at home you know and they you know they they need support too right yes and yeah and i mean we're kind of isolated too so, you know somewhat have to be careful right and and especially until they find a vaccine that actually works yeah. but um you know it's tough but I know Advocates United for Humanity, if you want to go to the, what's the, the website, it's, our website is, I'm just going to throw, I'm going to give that out there real quick. Okay. <laughs> my computer's so slow, it really is. Oh my God. It's I think there's so many people on the internet these days. Yeah. And you can go there and you can click and on the top and they'll have the shows you know about and then um you know resources and whatnot and you can see all of the different uh projects that are happening what the ones that have happened in the past what's happening in the future and people can get information and it's very very helpful um we'll be discussing some of that i think in some upcoming shows we'll be taking yes. a look at different things but um what do we have? What do we have? We have a new project coming up. Well, Lori, if it's okay, I'd like to share some of our current campaigns that have been really successful. And a lot of our ambassadors have really come aboard, taken charge, and 
I mean, we're seeing results. Um, Lee in Florida actually has an emergency food pantry. Um, we have hosted awareness walks. We do comfort bears for law enforcement agencies. Um, we do a community closet for the Keystone Central School District in Pennsylvania. Um, we have a holiday smiles program and we provide uh, Secret Santa toys for children in need or abused children. We do the same at Easter time for, for Easter baskets. Um, we also, we have many programs in holiday smile. It, like, cause it, this is a tough time for a lot of people right now. This COVID has hit a lot of people hard mm -hmm. and we have a lot of people in need right now that really need. So it, it's, it's terrible to have people need food and clothes and toys. So we try to really do that. And one of our most successful programs was actually our warming tree. I think we did over 800 hats, scarves and scarves and gloves. And the community, they, they loved it. But like I said, there's so many people in need. It was a really great thing. Mm -hmm. But we also do our My Body Belongs to Me campaign, and we also do The Sky's the Limit. But in 2021, we have this huge campaign. I am 150% behind it. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> excited. Um, we had a little boy that had been brutally tortured and killed in our community. Um, when a child's being tortured, you and I both know there's cries, there's yells, there's screams for help. Nobody did anything. Nobody said anything. It was kind of just swept under the rug and left go until after it was too late. So Lee and I come together and we come up with this program called Community Kids Watch. And what it basically is, is you as a community come together, you see something, you say something. You know, our biggest thing is we want to we want people to watch. We want people to hear, you know, and if you suspect it, we want you to say something. And I mean, this, this campaign is something that I wanted to do for a long time. As you know, I've been down for a few years because of an injury. I'm still not 110% and I'll be here and then I won't be and then I'll be, I'll be back. It's going to depend on my overall health and how I'm feeling. But, um, I'm just so for this campaign because I think that we need to really promote the fact that if you see something or you hear something or you suspect something, you say something. I always say everybody hears this saying where um, it takes a village to raise a child. What also takes a village to protect one? And my goal, my hope for this, this campaign is that we can get people to come together in the community as a whole. We can focus and we can really make a difference in some of these kids' lives. I mean, it's tough right now. We have a lot of kids right now homeschooling. Yeah. And let's be honest, they're, some of them are not having meals. Some of them's in abusive situations. I mean, these mm -hmm. poor kids don't have a chance. And That's as right. much as I want my own grandchildren at home because I don't want to see them get sick or ill or, I mean, like I said, it's a, it's a terrible time right now. But, you know, that's school sometimes mm -hmm. is a safe haven for children. And right. so I'm really hoping that this campaign kicks off and, you know, like people really stand up, take charge. And I want people to be as excited about it as I am. And Lee is because <laughs> I'm really excited. 
yeah, this is awesome. And people, you know, you can get involved, you know, by con like going to our website, or yeah. you can, you know, like you'll see our links down. <clears throat> Excuse me, our links will be in the uh, description there below. But you can check our stuff out on our um, AU4H Facebook page. You know, we're everywhere, like all over the place, like Twitter, and we'll be sharing links to this community kids watch um, event. That, well, it's a program that's going to be coming up here. If you want to get involved, you know. You contact us, and it, we all need to be um, involved. And yes. I think I'll, I'm going to bring Sissy Lee on and and get a, a little bit of feedback from her about this Community Kids Watch program. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the Community Kids Watch program is incredibly important. You know, there's um, there's something I said recently. As as extra as we were working on putting this program together, uh, after the tragic loss of, of a child whose life, whose whose death could have been prevented, you know, it's like it takes a village. We hear this all the time. It takes a village to raise a child, but it's so much more than that, you know. It's like I thought about well, what does it mean, you know? But it means that that it takes all of us as like you know, not just the three of us here. But every single one of you that are watching, everybody in the community, it takes absolutely all of us to to care for and to protect these kids. Yeah. Whether, you know, it doesn't matter whose kids they are, kids in the neighborhood, kids who are, you know, you see out shopping. Um, if you suspect abuse, if you can make a call in good faith. Okay? You are not going to be prosecuted for that. In fact, you may be the only one making a phone call, and by you picking up that phone, yeah, you could save this child's life. You know, I just know, and it breaks my heart. Um, but uh, you know, we've we've all cried over this so much—the death yeah. of this precious child, yeah. because it could have prevented, and the the extent of his injuries. The extent of the trauma on his little body mm -hmm. is evidence that it was going on for some time. And somebody had to hear that little boy scream, to hear him cry, to yeah. shout out for help. And nobody did anything. Nobody picked up a phone. Nobody called. Nobody messaged any local agency, whether you know, it be us or the local um the local shelters, anybody, they could have reached out to somebody and said, hey, something's happening in this kid. You know, something's happening. I believe something's happening. He's being hurt. Please look in on him, you know. But nobody picked up the phone. No. Yeah. And It's terrible. I've got to ask all of you out there watching, and it's like, what if this was somebody you loved? What if this was your your niece, your nephew, your cousin? I mean, or it shouldn't matter that it's somebody you love. It's a child. This is a child. And they are, they don't have the capability. They don't have the voice that anybody's listening to. It no. takes us adults, yeah. all of us adults to get together and to protect these kids and to speak up for them and to be their voice and to be their collective voice by protecting them, by looking out, I mean, you don't have to sit there at your window or in your yard and watch kids all the time. It's not about that. It's not about, you know, invading somebody's privacy. If you think no. it's, it's a privacy issue, it's it's not my family. 
it's not my problem, but it is your problem. Yeah. Um, it's if you see something, you're out right. there, you're in the yard, you're doing things, you're in your garden, you're, you're out shopping, you know, you see something, you suspect something. It is whether you're, you know, if you're a mandated reporter, you are absolutely responsible for making a phone call or yeah. reporting it online. But even if you're not a mandated reporter, it is a moral obligation for you to protect that child, to pick up the phone and say, hey, I think something's going on here and somebody needs to check into this. That's so right. it's it's incredibly important. It means, you know, ensuring that these kids are safe no matter where they are, no matter mm -hmm. where they are. And, um, you know, keep an eye out for each, for the kids, you know, keep an eye out for, you know, anybody that, that you don't recognize in your neighborhood that might be driving around looking for kids because I'll tell you, um, and I wasn't planning on sharing this part of my story just yet, but there are people out there that, that are, yes, they're driving in vans, they're driving in cars and they're looking for children. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. as a mother who's vulnerable children. Who is now 40 years old, he went missing when he was like three years old, took a little walk on his own. Kids are fast. <laughs> Kids are fast. But, and he was, he was potentially going to be taken by a suspected pedophile that the police were looking for in the neighborhood. But thankful to God that two people intervened and saw somebody in a car with their window down, talking to a little boy in the store parking lot. Um, they yelled, he took off and my child was returned to me safely. Once put in my arms, the deputy then told me that this was probably the suspected pedophile they were looking for. So, um, and I'm grateful that people were actually looking out and they got involved even back then. Uh -huh. You know, people are so afraid to get involved. Yeah, Because that's they fear repercussions from, um, legal repercussions or repercussions from other people out there in the community. But I, I would be grateful for anybody looking out for my, well, my son is now grown, so it would be my grandchildren I'm grateful for, for any adult out there that keeps their eye out and ensures their safety, whether I know who it is or not, you know, I'm thankful for them. And this is really, really important. You know, Anson's life could have been saved. Yes. He should not have died. And we all need to stand up and, and you know, be ambassadors for the kids and, and help keep an eye on them. I can't stress the importance of this program. Yeah. And like I said, it'll take all of us. Yes. It will. It will. We're going to have a um, like, time to Lori or Donna. Oh, I'll go. I'll go. Um, um, whoever, whoever is next. Yeah. For me. Yeah. It's, it's hard. We're, we're working a little system here because I can't, I'm de being deaf. I can't hear what, you know, my, my sister advocates here are, are saying, but we know ahead of time. <laughs> we, we've got a plan, so we're working. We're working yeah. On it. yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's good, um, you know. Whoever wants to jump oh. in here, <laughs> we'll work it out. I'll, I'll jump in. Okay. You know, it is so important, and children can't protect themselves. You know, this is the reason why Community Kids Watch is so important because children, you know, they don't have the ability to protect themselves. It's up to, the, it's like Donna was saying, and like Lee was saying, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. It, it's a community issue. It's all 
responsibility. It truly, really is. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I don't even have children, but I'm looking out for children because I'm like, they need to be looked out on. I'm keeping an eye open, you know, and keeping an ear open because, hey, you know, if I hear something, see something, I'm going to report it because you could save a child's life, right? Well, we've only got like two two minutes left now for the show. <laughs> These half-hour shows goes, you know, they go pretty quick. <laughs> and and we got to hear from Otis, which is I, little Otis is so cute. <laughs> and he's he wants he's excited. He wants to be part of the show. <laughs> he's so adorable. And um, but yeah, I just think, think it's just. I think you know we're gonna have um, we'll have a, a show coming up here soon. It'll be, you know whether we do it probably as a premiere, but it'll be the actually community let's watch program. We're, we'll do an actual show on that, and we'll talk yes. more about that. So that'll be up and coming. We also have some authors that we're gonna be doing interviews with. Yeah, that's gonna be great, and we'll have um, oh all sorts of. It's not just gonna be about child abuse. You know, we're not only just covering child abuse. Um, issues. It's just that because this just happened with Anson Stover in um, in Donashire's community, um, that this really hit hard with us because we're child advocates. Like we, we work to protect children, and this was right in her own community. And so Donna, I know she'd been wanting to do this anyway, but this this just pushed it, you know, to the forefront. Let's get this yes. program rolling. So this is what we're going to do. So we'll be coming. We'll be coming at you live here again next week, and we very well may be talking about that. But don't get the idea that this is just only a show about child abuse because it's not. We're no. going to be covering all sorts of topics, and not just sad ones. And um, and so we want you to join us. We want you to come back next week. So what you do is you look on you know for our, our scheduled times coming up. You can subscribe to our channel right now if you haven't. And you can give us a thumbs up, give us a like if you like the show, and you know share the information. Contact us on our websites, get involved. You know, um, you know, just be a voice. Share our information. We're a new channel, like I said, and uh, we want and need your support, right? So um, I just want to, you know, wish everybody a, a very merry Christmas. However you celebrate it, you know, not everybody celebrates Christmas. Happy holidays to those who don't celebrate Christmas. Um, and just have a safe and wonderful holiday, everybody. And um, I'm just going to sign off here in just a minute. So we're just wishing everybody uh, a very safe holiday, whatever you're doing. We'll be back next Wednesday before the new year. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> one last show for 2020. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we'll say goodbye then. Until next time. And I'm oh, glad you joined us. Have, this is Lori. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That's Merry right. Christmas, everyone. Goodbye, everybody. See Until you next, next week. time. That's right. Next Bye. time. Join us. Bye. <laughs>